Do you struggle with getting the proper care for your autistic child or loved one? Do the therapies tend not to communicate with one another? Join us as we discuss the holistic health and how it can benefit your loved one and autistic child. Welcome to My Spectrum Life podcast. I'm Jessica, an autism mom. With me is my good friend, Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey. Hello, Jess. I'm Kelsey, and I'm a SPED teacher, and I am looking forward to talking about tonight with the holistic approach. Um, Jess, do you know what holistic approach, when it comes to mind, what do you think about with holistic approach? What do you think? Um, so I have... You know, the, the tendency is to think that holistic approach uh, is more of an maybe an Eastern approach to medication um, and medical health, um, throwing in some of those things that you're not necessarily used to. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Um, and you're not wrong. Um, holistic approach um, or holistic health is when right. you're dealing with the whole body. Right. So meaning you are looking at their spiritual, their mental and their physical as long mm -hmm. as, as well as their emotional. Um, so meaning that um, holistic approach, when you have them all together, those therapies are not just fixing one. They're fixing everything as a whole and not mm -hmm. keeping themselves separated. Right. So when it comes to the spiritual, I mean, it's easy to think of the holistic approach being, you know, basically, you know, you would have the majority of your, like your pediatrician, uh, if your child, uh, if your autistic loved one is, is younger or a general practitioner would be who you would talk to if your, uh, autistic loved one is older, but to have that person be kind of the person that they talk everybody talks to, correct? Because I mean, every time I go in for an appointment, everybody wants me to sign a release to, correct. you know, share information. <laughs> um, and it's sometimes hard to make sure I have signed all the releases for everyone, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yes. Well, that is right. Um, so like if you had ABA and OT, um, mm -hmm. you want them to communicate with one another. You want to say, hey, just because OT is working on muscle and gross motor skills doesn't mean that a behavior therapist can't work and do the same kind of skill set and vice versa. OTs can do whatever the ABA therapist is doing. And so you're creating that treatment across the board and mm -hmm. that will help the child generalize um, the skill and is not right. just in one setting. Right. Um, and that just goes even with medicine with if your child a lot of times um mm -hmm. autistic children have adhd or they have oh, yeah. the um, comorbidities anxiety, the comorbidities right exactly and that's where your pediatrician um really needs to be in tune with the other therapies with aba ot mm -hmm. pt whatever they may be because right. if not he might subscribe something and it might throw off the other goals that they're working on because ultimately yeah. mm -hmm. medicines can change things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and the one thing, I mean, as it also encompasses like, okay, when you speak of the spiritual aspect or uh, mental aspect, or is it that's 
I mean, obviously, as a parent, your spiritual, the religion, whatever you want to practice, that's your own prerogative. But we're speaking mainly of the mental side of it, correct? Correct. Um, mm -hmm. so you are right with the spiritual, but um, we are talking more mental when you're talking about with your psychologist and those interfere, um, invert feelings or those invert behaviors mm -hmm. that tend not to show. And that's when you need those, like the psychologist or the pediatrician to kind of look at those developmental um, stages and see where they're at mentally. Because right. if you're working all together, you know, if you have anxiety going on with anxiety, you have depression a lot of times. Yeah. Um, they go hand in hand a good bit. And mm -hmm. depression is well, not always an overt behavior. Right. And, and you've got to watch those medications too, because some of those side effects can cause things like uh, depression or cause an issue with that. Um, and that's it. You got to watch that. Um, so it's good to make sure that they can all talk to each other. Um, I know I was just trying to think, I know that I actually started this kind of a, an approach with Curtis from the get go. Right. Uh, because I had everybody talk to each other and I've always kept everybody pretty much in the loop. And that's why I keep my binder um, that has all of the different notes from everybody and we share information. And it's also, you know, kind of how I have been able to talk to different therapies and say, okay, because right now, like currently I have an outside occupational therapist, uh, therapist and then we have an in-school occupational therapist. Um and they work on two different things. The occupational therapist that's outside can do more of the sensory things because Curtis's right. sensory is not. Oh, you know, previously in schools, he didn't test that he needed occupational therapy, but then they finally looked at his handwriting and they're like, yes, he needs some help with handwriting. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Somebody finally gets it, you know, exactly. and but then my outside occupational therapist is helping him with food therapy because, you know, you can have sometimes speech pathology. Uh, they'll help with your pragmatics. But if your child has graduated out of the program, um, like for school, and uh, for instance, Curtis has graduated out of that, um, then you don't go to a speech pathologist for food therapy. And sometimes those two things happen in that same office. So if you're not going to the office for one thing, well, right now we're working on food therapy with occupational, ther uh, occupational therapists. So right. all this stuff can, you can kind of have one person help and the other person help, and you can move things around to where all the therapies are doing and helping with uh, a different aspect to help your child or loved one be able right. to function. Right. Um, I remember with um, Curtis, when we were on his case, you got uh, permission for ABA to observe OT once a week. Mm -hmm. So we would go over and go overlap and watch what the OT did with him, especially with this sensory. And we yeah. were able to really, it helped the ABA therapist because it helped us recognize his own triggers and mm -hmm. help him recognize his own triggers without saying, oh, you know, we got to put this in place and this in place. Right. When we realized, hey, let's take a step back. Let's implement what OT did before we implement some of the, mm -hmm. um, the word's not consequences, but it is, um, of yeah. his behavior goals mm -hmm. and vice versa. Like in OT, we noticed that it was more behavioral with some things and I'm like, mm, 
Hey, OT, come here. Let, let me share something with you. And yeah. it tremendously walked around. And then he was like, Curtis bloomed once he realized his OT and behavior therapist like started talking. Yeah. It, when you, when they can work hand in hand, when your therapist and everybody work hand in hand, it can help. And if you know all of what's going on, if it's even for the educational system as a teacher in the, um, in the actual brick and mortar school, it was helpful for them to know some of the things that we were uh, doing in some of his there in therapies for yes. Curtis, which was helpful. Yes. <laughs> even now, even though I do do online school, mm-hmm. um, it's still helpful. I let the teachers and his um, SPED teacher know what exactly what's going on so that we can know how to approach assignments and understand okay, he may need a little extra time on this uh, because of, and he's allowed it. You know, that's something that's very important with your IEPs and things like that is to make sure everybody knows what's going on so that they can give your child the proper accommodations and helps that they need. Correct. Correct. And I love that you keep your SPED teacher and uh, general education teacher involved. Um, Mm -hmm. There's so many times that, um, Sometimes some of my parents don't tell me and they come and I'm like, what's changed? What, what's going on? Right. And I'm underneath the same assumption of this behavior is occurring because nothing's changed at home, nothing that I'm aware of. And mm-hmm. we're in some sense punishing the child when in reality something changed at home or right. something um, what could have been beneficial for me to help him out could have been implemented. Um, luckily I actually have really good parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so it doesn't mean the loop. Yeah. And as a parent, it doesn't mean that you have to give every sort of detail right. of what goes on right. at home. You can give right. generalized things like if a loved one passed away. Correct. If there was Correct. a difficult uh situation that they came across when playing with friends online or you know like when curtis experienced the cyberbullying, it was imperative for me to tell his aba therapist what was going on so that they could in turn talk through that situation with him had you know i'm still trying to get some more counseling for uh my son because counseling actually is really good for autistic kids i believe um in my experience it's been really great and we'll you know we'll talk with uh, a specialist on that and the benefits on that later which is part of our you know the plan going forward but um it, it's just imperative to be able to talk about those things so you can talk through them and see how they're affecting them correct you know? um correct. And that's one of the things that we, that's why we wanted to talk to everybody and and define what holistic, the holistic approach is, because as we talked about in our Wednesday and Friday videos, that's kind of the direction we're heading. And one of the, this is kind of the kickoff of the main direction we're heading for right now. Correct. Correct. Which is we want to provide people with kind of a guide to therapies and the care that's out there, what it means, what it is. Correct. And in a sense, it creates a community among us because Mm -hmm. the more you talk across those different therapies and keep that communication, you're ultimately creating a amazing big community for Mm -hmm. your child. Um, It's just awesome support system by that point too. Yeah. And, and, 
we always have to remember as the parent, as the caregiver, you have the right to look at something that is not working and say, okay, this isn't working. We've got to find someplace else to go. Don't exactly. ever be afraid to do that. Exactly. Um, that's one of the things we are going to uh, talk about and have people help us walk through is instances where it just was not working and what they did to change that or how you can change that and how to address it in a beneficial manner because to just change something, as we know, most of the time, if your autistic loved one is the, the um, flexible thinking is not necessarily part of what has been developed. And so that's something you have to work on. That's why schedule changes, visual schedules, things like that, you kind of have to ease into. I mean, that's why every single time when Curtis was in a brick and mortar school and they had a fire alarm, I said, please tell him it's coming up because yep. you start you know, blaring with everything and have a schedule change and it's not going to end well. Nope. <laughs> it's not going to end well. Nope. After about the fourth or fifth time there was a fire drill, he was used to it. He knew it was coming up. It didn't bother him as much. Right. Um, and he was warned. And that's the kind of thing that if it is a fire drill, they need to be warned. And that's how you just, you're able to work all that together so that they can become used to it. Correct. And so- Schedule changes with therapies and stuff are something that, you know, is going to be helpful to let your kid know if you decide to change things. Hey, I don't think things are working out. You're not going to be able to see Miss So-and-so for a while because uh, things, they had something come up in their life. You don't have to tell your child that, you know, they were being mean or whatever. Um, and if things aren't going right, they'll let you know. They will. They will. <laughs> so. so that's our goal for kind of the beginning of this year like we're going to stretch it out for a while because there's so much to talk about there is there is. um and we're gonna you know it's not going to be all about different therapies we're going to throw some fun stuff in there every now and again um but i think this is a really great approach and way that we can help people out this year i'm excited this, yeah, this is our plan that we've been kind of hatching and working up that we talked about at the end of last year and that we've talked about um, this in the last uh, videos on Wednesday and Friday. I'm trying to get my head wrapped around schedules because I still am trying to figure out all the schedules for this year because um, it's a little bit crazy. It is. And we'll get it together. So my question for the viewers how are you using the holistic approach? Are you communicating among therapies? Are your therapies communicating among each other? And if not, how do you, how are you going to implement that so you can create a community for your child? Um, you can email that us at info info at myspectrumlife.com. There you go. Or oh. you can Facebook us uh -huh. or um twitter us at or instagram, instagram us at my spectrum life and then you could twitter us at my spectrum life with the number one all right we hope to hear from you and uh to understand what you are doing and how you may be helping to develop that community with your providers but we also want to be able to develop community with you and we so appreciate those comments and questions that have come from you our viewers over the past few weeks and trust us we will be getting to all as many of those as we possibly can if it's an 
personalized email that we send back or if it's something that we talk about on the show or if it's some of the materials that we developed this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. But as always, remember, with a lot of faith, love, and so many fidget toys, <laughs> we'll get there. Bye.